Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the All Things Gratitude podcast. I'm your host, Nick Dorsey. And before we get started, up there in that corner is Impulse Consulting. Anywhere from a profile audit to the 12-step LinkedIn coaching program. Hey, come check them out. They're down the links if you're on LinkedIn. Hit that, send them I sent you. And man, we'll get you set up with something cool. So today, man, it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I want to be a public speaker and really pushing towards that. And we have one on the show today, so I'm really... um, excited about that. Our next guest is a tech career strategist focusing on helping people to land their dream job and become successful leaders. He is passionate about guiding professionals to maximize their opportunities and discover their zones of genius. He also uses his 15 plus years of experience in the tech industry to research, speak, write about how we can embrace technology and become full on digital citizens. He's a sought-after speaker at various conferences and been featured in numerous podcasts and publications, including Authority Magazine, Career Addict, Thrive Global, and Addicted to Success, and The Good Man Project. And now he's on the All Things Gratitude podcast, top of your (laughs) list now. Uh, Hey, guys, uh, welcome to the show. I'm going to butcher it. Sorry, Rod Supermeyer. You got it, man. Ah, there we go. Awesome. So awesome. Raj, thanks for being on today, man. I'm super excited to have you on today, man. And just, you you told me a great story um, the other day when we're on a call, man. Hey, let people know your story and how you got where you're at today. Yeah. First of all, thanks for having me. I'm super excited to be here as well. Um, and yeah, I think it'd be good to set some context for your audience in terms of uh, how I was and how do I get to do all these things I'm doing right now. So my story goes way back uh, to my childhood. So I grew up in the southern part of India from a place called Chennai. And uh, I'm the younger of the two kids. Uh, From a young age, I had developed this inferiority complex that uh, I wasn't good enough. I didn't matter. That was partly because my dad was like super smart. He studied his entire life in scholarship. And then there there was my brother who is a genius. He he has three masters and a PhD. And then there I was, the average Raj who didn't do well in anything, right? I was pretty much average in everything, dude. Like sports, academics, dating, you name it. I was average in everything. And for those of you watching uh, who... uh, grew up in an Asian community, you could probably probably relate to this, where when you're growing up, you pretty much are given three options, a doctor, lawyer, or engineer, right? So I chose the engineering path and I've been in IT since then, but that's an option I was given. And uh, I was constantly, constantly comparing myself with other people because uh, I wanted to live up to their expectations and make them notice me. Because one of my biggest fears growing up was fear of being ignored because no one thought anything good about me. They thought I didn't matter. Uh, I couldn't uh, do anything, which was impactful, right? So this kind of continued through my childhood and I ended up uh, developing fear of rejection, I had anxiety, I had stress, felt like an outcast. uh, And I was like trapped, I couldn't be myself. And if I wanted to be myself, I used to get reprimanded for it. Like where I come from in my community, you don't ask questions, you follow the status quo. But if you in spite of that, if you ask questions, then you get reprimanded for it. So 
just kind of continued till my second year of my undergrad and that's when my life changed i still remember this vividly so i was in my uh, study room and all of a sudden i feel this pain in my chest right i could feel my heart beating so really fast like tuk 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 i thought i was getting a heart attack but now i realized it was like a severe panic attack and then my body started shaking my hands were trembling and then i sat down and then i could feel the pain which was in my chest slowly shifting towards my head because it was not physical pain anymore it was also mental pain because all this feelings uh inside me which had suppressed inside me for the first 20 years of my life everything which had bottled up came up here and then exploded and for 2 hours i sat there crying because and i didn't know why i was crying but i was filled with all these emotions and rage and that's when i had this epiphany all this while i was trying to to live a life for other people I was trying to not disappoint other people but by doing that I was disappointing myself and I didn't realize that until that particular instant and I was letting other people's opinions be my reality that's when I decided you know what screw this I matter I'm good enough I'm going to strive for greatness and I'm going to carve my own identity and that's when I declared power over my life and since then I learned so many different strategies. I've gone through so many different experiences, both success and failures, and uh I was able to transform my life from a shy introverted kid earning a minimum salary into an international keynote speaker, author, and tech career strategist uh, who's earning a six-figure salary now. So that transformation would not have happened if this trigger event didn't happen during my second year of my undergrad. But that's kind of a nutshell of how i started this whole transformation process and how i'm doing what i'm doing today which is uh, helping people in the tech industry to find their dream job and become successful leaders in the industry you know one thing that really stuck out what i like what you said was for some people it's really hard to get out of that comfort zone to stop worrying about what other people think about them and that is really hard for a lot of people to do. Yep. And I agree with you when when I finally was like I I do care what people think but got to the point I don't care what they think. Right. This is who I am. This is my brand. This is how I'm going forward. If you don't like it, oh well, kind of thing, but I appreciate you being on board if you're there, you know, cuz one thing you got to realize in life is not everybody's going to like you. You yeah. you, you got to pick and choose who's around you, who's close to you, who's in your inner circle. you know and realize everything else is just noise you know and that's just, a, it's really hard and that's, that's a reality right reality yeah. of life is you cannot please everyone mm-hmm. it's impossible yeah. even the dalai lama cannot please anyone yeah so, absolutely so that's why you have your tribe you have your audience you have the people who like your style and that's what you mm-hmm. need to relate to you cannot make everyone happy but if at least we can make the people who can relate to you happy i think that's what matters right mm-hmm. uh and and this is what i say i'm a sucker for inspirational quotes in fact uh, in this side of the wall i have a lot of inspirational quotes mm-hmm. um one of the quotes which is really close to my heart is it's by the great philosopher confucius 
this is how it goes we all have two lives we all have two lives and the second one starts when you realize you have only one mm-hmm. and the second one starts when you realize you have only one just by saying this i'm getting goosebumps here because that's a reality of life if one thing covid has taught us is life can change in an instant right absolutely nothing is guaranteed in life there's no security in this life there's only opportunity and the only thing you can do is keep an open mind uh do something which brings you joy and try to please people or not please try to help or impact people who can relate to you and you cannot please everyone and once you come to that mindset and that's when any type of transformation happens absolutely hey let, let's get to the big thing right now tell us about that shirt that is fantastic i love it <laughs> <laughs> i love that man yeah that's my style right there man <laughs> so as i was saying uh, i'm a sucker for inspirational quotes and uh i want to be inspired man like i want to be around people who can inspire me i want to make an impact in this world i want to inspire other people uh, uh with you being motivated and inspired and part of that i have different things i do one is i have different inspirational quotes throughout my house because every time you feel low you feel like feel like not doing the work then you have these quotes to keep you going that is one thing mm-hmm. second thing is what better way to inspire yourself and others than actually wearing things which is inspirational so what i did way back in 2017ish uh time frame was i donated 3/4 of my wardrobe and because i came to a realization that i wear only those hand picked like 6 7 shirts although i had like 30 40 shirts and the pair of jeans i wear i wear the same set of 2 3 pairs of jeans so i donated 3/4 of my wardrobe and then i started wearing shirts which inspire me and this one in particular is one i designed actually so these are the quotes which i use uh, during my conference talks during my coaching and i thought uh anyways as you know i released a new book and as part of that i had to build my own website then i thought you know what why can't i build my own online shop so yeah. i uh designed different merchandises which can inspire other people and that's what you see right now so yeah this is uh, something uh which i really relate to because everyone needs to do epic shit because everyone has that thing has the skill it's our responsibility just to figure that out right and there's so much support so many support systems and people who can help you out so you always have to strive to do epic shit i love it man we're going to talk after the show about getting one of those um <laughs> i love it no i like what you said in there is basically you know wear what you feel you know that a lot of that that's why i got out of that so like if you have a hashtag that really means something or something like that wear it you know show the pride in it because that's who you're trying to brand yourself to be so i absolutely love that and another thing you talked about is inspiring people you know that's we've talked about it my goal is to be a public speaker to do more public speaking um to do voice over stuff be on a tedx stage you know get out there get out there with the types like raj and do a show a uh, do a uh, conference together you know right. something like that you know and you know i think when it really hit me was when I inspired somebody when I found out that I truly really inspired somebody I had a I had a uh, team member years back that you know sh- 
shouldn't got the job, probably wasn't qualified, just came in with the right attitude and everything. So we hired this person at a low wage, got a huge pay bump, you know, about a year, year and a half later, just knocking it out of the park. Come up to my office one day, starts crying, says, because of you, I was able to buy a house for my family. Nice. Right there, did it. Right, right there, it's like, okay, I need to get out and spread this somehow. You know, I want to get on stage and just talk. No, not about necessarily what I did for somebody, but how you can affect other people as being a good leader. How, how can you get out there and be with your team to show gratitude and empathy and compassion towards them and still get the job done? So I've been on a mission now to rebuild cultures, you know, and that fits just right up your alley too. Like that. I mean, you're trying to help people get jobs. You're writing these inspiring books. You know, you're, you're making shirts that say, let's do epic shit. I mean, right there. I mean, that, if this stuff doesn't inspire people, I don't know what will, you know, you, you got to find those people to help them. I mean, who doesn't want to go around town wearing that shirt? You're, people are going to look at you, man. Uh, people are going to look at you, you know, and then a lot are going to ask, what's your shirt mean? Bam. There, there, you drew them in now. Now we can start talking and have that awesome conversation. Right. I think everyone has some inspiration within them. I think everyone has a story to tell. It just, it just boils down to whether you're ready to share that story, whether you're open to sharing and receiving as well. Because mm -hmm. not a lot of people realize that many people go through similar kind, kinds of journeys. No matter where you come from, what race, religion, or whatever your background is, in terms of your mindsets, in terms of self-doubt, in terms of fear of public speaking, in terms of uh, uh, trying to make it in terms of earning money, in, ter in terms of making an impact. A lot of people go through similar kinds of journeys. And through these journeys, we face a lot of things. And there are a lot of stories which are right there, like golden nuggets to inspire other people. So I think it's, it's, it's our responsibility to share those, to help other people through our stories, because then people can realize that they're not alone. And a lot of people go through similar kinds of journeys, right? So say, for example, for me, yeah, right now I speak in front of thousands of people. I have a best-selling book and I do all the stuff on a really big level, but I didn't start off that way. As I was saying, I, I was going through so many insecurities, so many different fears. But then once people, once I started listening to people and realizing that everyone goes through adversities, um, I also realized that your mindset, the way you think about things, that's what makes a difference. So for example, uh, so in 2008, when I came to the United States as an immigrant, I, I think this will set some context for your audience as well. Uh, I have a lot of stories of adversities and what I learned from it, but this one, it really relates to even the current times. So I came to the United States on August 31st, 2008. And on September 7th, 2008, Lehman Brothers, the biggest financial firm uh, at that point of time, uh, became bankrupt like overnight. And that kind of triggered the whole recession as well. And during that time, getting jobs was really hard, especially as an immigrant, because I needed a work permit and companies had to sponsor me, but they weren't ready to sponsor because they themselves didn't have money. So as a international student who came here to pursue his master's, pro, master's in software engineering, 
I was left with two choices. First option was go back with half of my class who were international students from where I came from or do whatever it takes and see what comes out of it. And luckily, I chose the second option. And from the beginning of 2009 till end of 2009, I applied for 1,293 jobs. One, two, nine, three jobs. And guess how many callbacks I got from those 1,293 jobs? Probably not too many because you applied for that many. <laughs> right. So I got four callbacks from 1,293 jobs and I converted one job out of it. And that too, it was not a full-time job, but it was an internship. But then I worked my ass off to uh, prove to people that I could do really good work. And then I was able to convert that into a full-time job. And now fast forwarding to 2021, that one decision I made to stick around and do whatever it takes help me get to where I am today. And the reason I'm sharing the story is that not happen if I hadn't faced some adversities and it not have happened when I saw other people going through some adversities as well and how they came out of it. So that's why stories, stories inspire people and you don't have, have to be a motivational speaker or a big name like Tony Robbins to inspire people. You can just inspire your friend. You can just inspire your significant other. And that's where it all starts from. And then it's up to you where you want to take it to. But it's you can inspire people even in a, on a really, really small scale and make an impact. You know, I always say, you know, you connect with almost everybody on social media for one reason. You never know that one person you can meet that can change your life or vice versa. You can change somebody else's life. And right. that's why I like doing live video over text posts and everything because... You never know right now you could we can have an immigrant from india stuck in the position you were and you just inspired them and taught them okay i need to go this direction now you know i can really right. do this and make this you know and it's just that that's why i love that's why i always tell people you got to get your story out you got to get your voice out because all, all you got to do is impact one person that's right. it and that and that changes everything and that one person's going to tell their friend hey i heard it from this guy named raj you know, oh my goodness. And then that one person, oh, I like that. And then it turns into two, then it turns into four, then it turns into eight. And that's what the amazing thing of mouth to mouth marketing is. It's the best type of marketing out there because it's a personal referral. I know. So, yeah. and it's it's absolutely so. No, man, uh, awesome journey, man. I mean, look, at, you're, you're living the American dream. What they've always said is the American dream. You know, you come to the country with basically somewhat nothing you know you're in school then all this happens and you 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 made a negative there's i always say there's always a positive and a negative and you right. found that positive because there was a little negative time because you're probably about worrying about you're going to have to leave soon because of just work and visa or whatever was you know going to expire at that time so congratulations man on taking advantage of what you got and you did it and you worked your butt off and man we're doing epic shit now, man. Thank you. And <laughs> and you know what? There's so many similarities between 2008 and what we're going through right now. Mm -hmm. At that time, it was a recession. And right now, we have a different type of recession. At that time, there were millions of jobs which were lost. And we are living the same kind of scenario where at least about, as we speak, 30 to 35 million jobs mm -hmm. have been lost. And, and the difference is 
again the mindset and the belief system this this what i tell even the people i help out my coaching clients who are vp senior level people in the tech industry uh, who come to me for help this what i start with it's about the mindset mindset and the belief system because if you feel for example you're worth $50,000 then the way you show up the way you act the way you think is going to reflect a person who's earning $50,000 but if you feel that you're worth $200,000 then the way you react the way you show up the way you uh uh you bring, what you bring to the table is going to reflect a person who's earning $200,000 that's why it's it all depends upon your mindset and belief system you have you already have what it takes it's just that you need that ex- external or internal force which keeps motivating you and pushing you and that's where this mastermind groups uh your circle of trust listening to podcasts like yours uh reading books do- any thing which can work for you which can st- keep you motivated and help shift that mindset that's what it's all about you know i i always tell people i don't care what levels you're at you always need mentors and the higher up the chain you go into the executive ceo level coo in big companies you almost need to have a counselor or psychologist or somebody there that you can talk to too you right. know and um i think a lot of people try to take on those emotions on their own because when you get into huge positions like that you know oh i'm macho i can do this i'm in this level well yeah your skill set's amazing but doesn't mean your emotional level can handle a lot of it you know or at least that stuff that you ball inside of you and it's good to let it out it really is and it, maybe it's good to do it to a third party person that has doesn't know anything what's going on where you can just let it go so a subjective an objective view right that's yeah, what absolutely that's people see therapists that's why people hire coaches yeah. so if people come to me and you uh it's it's offering a a third person's perspective uh, a stranger's perspective and giving you a new perspective and different way of thinking mm-hmm. and the reason for example people come to me is they don't have to struggle through all the things i've struggled because i learned different strategies which actually works and i proved that it works and i could literally give the golden nuggets of what i did in 15 years in say uh if you work with me it'll be like at least a minimum 3 month yeah. relationship right so i think yeah you can get the golden nuggets at a faster rate but it doesn't start unless you have a mindset change and a belief system you need to start believing in yourself and because if you don't believe in yourself no matter what you do you are not going to change no matter what resources you uh you you uh look for it's not going to help you out because you have to start trusting yourself and believing in yourself and hopefully coaches or therapists or mentors those folks can help you kickstart the journey like uh, what i love telling leaders is when you're building teams you want to build teams that you want people to take your job listen you want them cuz you want people just as good or better than you on your team but here's the kicker if you're good at what you do and you're doing what you're supposed to they're not going to take your job right but you want to build them up to that level one because hey if you get bumped up then you know more somebody more than qualified is coming into that position and the transition will be a lot lot smoother cuz it's internal you know but 
when you're not giving out that information and building your team to be just as good as you because you're worried about them taking your job, you're the one with the problem, not them. And that's where the culture falls apart. And you, so, you lose a lot of opportunities doing that as well, right? Abs absolutely. Because you never know what your what type of skill sets your colleagues had mm -hmm. because you didn't give them the opportunity to showcase that. Say, for yeah. example, a colleague comes up with this idea saying, hey, let's start, I don't know, like a, 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 a woman empowerment group inside the organization. And he or she has the skill set to do that. And if you're part of that program, you are going to learn a lot of stuff. Indirectly, you are also going to get recognition for it and you're going to learn from it. But all these things would not have, ha would not have happened if you didn't give the other person an opportunity to think out of the box and uh, and explore his or her's creativity, right? So one thing I definitely have learned is uh, to help people voluntarily uh, and not expecting anything in return because that's when epic shit happens because that's when you get new opportunities. Uh, because at, at least till 2018, I was in that mindset that if I help people, then in return, the other person has to help me out. And I was chasing the wrong dream. Fame and money was the only thing in my mind because, of, again, because of my childhood trauma where I had this fear of being ignored and I made a vow to myself that when I enter the IT industry, I'd never again be, be ignored, right? And till 2018, I had all the fame and money. I exponentially increased my salary by over 150%. I was a star performer in six out of my seven companies and everything was going well. And I was in the mindset of fame and money. But then I had an incident which changed my life for the good. And that's when I realized that, yeah, impacting people, providing value, and not expecting things in return, uh, that's when you get real joy. And a byproduct of that is you, you'll get fame and money, but the, main, but the main goal is to serve other people to lead a better life. So I, I love what you bring up there is don't chase the fame and the money. Because right. if you build the right foundation, you're providing the right value, you branding yourself the right way, the fame and money will find you. Right. That, that's the thing, you know, I mean, that that's what, you know, I'm working on branding. my. I branded myself for a year. Now I'm building that strong foundation, meeting people like you, having keynote speakers on the show, meeting the right people, picking your brains, listening to what you say in the show, and then putting out the right value will get me to my final goal. You know, but if I go chase it right now and start, hey, Raj, I need a speaking thing. Can you do this for me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to get there. You know, I'm not right. I'm going to get there faster doing it the way, you know, branding yourself now. So and pay hey, money. Sorry, I was in. Uh, oh, I go was ahead. Gonna say that if you're just chasing fame and money alone, you may not go that far. But most importantly, what's going to happen is you're going to burn yourself. Bur mm -hmm. You'll suffer burnout. Uh, uh, your mental and physical well-being will be affected. How many times we have read from so many different books from great leaders where, you know, they were chasing fame and money, then they had a trigger event which made them realize that there's more to life than what they thought. For example, 
I said till mid 2018, I was chasing fame and money, and then I had a trigger event, right? And to set some context, um, this is what happened. And this could be you if uh, you continue to just chase fame and money. So I still remember this vividly. Uh, it was uh, June of 2018, and uh, it was past midnight, and uh, I had to go to the bathroom. So I wake up, I get up from my bed, walk to the bathroom, and then within the within a minute, slowly everything started uh, blacking out around me, and then I fainted, and then I hit my head against the bathtub, and I was I was unconscious for uh, on the on the bathroom floor, and my wife uh, realized that. I wasn't back uh, for 20 minutes. So she said, what the hell is happening? So let's see, let's go see uh, what's happening. So she goes to the bathroom and there she realizes as she sees me um, lying there, butt naked, unconscious on the floor and uh, yeah, she got terrified. So she starts sprinkling water and then starts shouting. And then luckily I started regaining consciousness. But then I told her, honey, I'm not able to move. And then she had to drag my butt naked body out of the bathroom. And then she laid my back against the wall. And to cut a long story short, I had to go to the ER. And then uh, they found out I had suffered severe dehydration, burnout, um, and and uh, yeah, I, I got so weak, my body started stopped responding to me because I was pushing my body so much that my physical body was saying one thing and my mental uh, part of my body was saying another thing. And till mid-2018, I always kept pushing myself, pushing myself, pushing myself because I realized that uh, I want to get rid of that fear of being ignored, right? But then uh, once I was in the ER and having this realization, that's when I decided, you know what? I'll just well have been chasing the wrong thing. And uh, instead, now I have to, from fame and money, I have to switch that mindset to impacting people and that's when I started seeing joy and that's why I left my full-time job where I was earning a lot of money like really high-end six-figure salary into running my own business because this what gives me joy this what helps me wake up in the morning because I know that I'm impacting people and when I see another person's life being impacted positively it could be getting the salary she wanted getting the job she wanted or getting the promotion she wanted wanted She's going to think about me till I die and going to tell other people about me, right? And that's true joy. So the reason I share the story is, again, coming to your point of uh, chasing fame and money, it's not going to lead you that far. Uh, because once I shifted my mindset, that's when other great things happen, like the book, like me uh, trying to do a TEDx talk, right? I've been trying to... Uh, been a, on a, at a, in a coaching program to do that. And then all these things, all these connections would not have come if I've not shifted the mindset from that place. So something just think about. Awesome, man. So speaking of the book, do you have one there? You want to plug the book? Tell us what it's about. Yeah, 
Actually, I also have a book here. Yeah. I have hundred copies of the book here, by the way, because I have to ship to a lot of people. Yeah. So yeah. this the book. It's the it's called Skyrocket Your Career, and and uh, this how it looks. It's a ninety nine page book, and uh, yeah, I can give your audience some insights into the book. Why the book now, and who is going to help? Right? Yeah, absolutely. So since 2016, I always had this idea of writing a book. My initial book was going to be my memoirs, uh, my memoir about my life as an immigrant in a foreign land. Because I personally, personally, as an immigrant, had to go through a lot of great experiences and a lot of uh, not so great experiences, um, and I had a lot of culture shock. Uh, I got. I've been a victim of racism, stereotyping. I've had cops pull the gun on me. So a lot of things have happened since I came to the U.S. And that that was the book I wanted to write about because I know a lot of other people are going through the same journey, and I want to share my story. But then, COVID happened during 2020. Uh, 2020 was supposed to be my year where I had five keynotes. I was speaking at 25 conferences. I was going to. Speak at really big conferences at a large stage, and then because of COVID, all talks were like this: me talking to you. It didn't matter whether there were thousand people listening or whether there was one person listening. It didn't matter because I didn't get that effect. Because one big way I impact people is when I speak on stage. Because after the talk, I connect with so many people. But COVID took that away from me, and. During the March time frame, a lot of people lost their jobs. So I was doing free coaching. For people who contacted me via LinkedIn to help them get jobs, to do resume reviews, uh, to figure out how they can get to the next level, and after helping about 30, 35 people, uh, half of them either got jobs or were able to get their salaries, the promotions, even during COVID times. That's when I started thinking, huh? I see that a lot of people are getting impacted by my work, and now with 30 million jobs being lost. A lot more people need help, so what better way uh, of helping people than actually writing a book? So that's when the seed for writing this book, which is skyrocket your career, the no bullshit approach to find your dream job, uh, be successful in it, and transform into a rock star. So that's the book I wrote, and that's when the seed was planted. And yeah, so that's kind of the story. Of why, how I wrote the book, and how that idea was planted in me. So I started writing the book uh, April twenty seventh, and within a month, I finished writing majority of the book because every day between eight to nine thirty p.m., I wrote thousand five hundred to two thousand words. And literally, what I coach and what I help people with, I put share all those secrets in this book. So that's why I was able to just put a lot of content. But at that point, no one told me that writing is one thing and actually publishing a book is another yeah. thing. Yeah, big different difference. World, yeah. man, big difference. That's why it took me till mid-November. But the point is, uh, that was the story behind how I wrote the book, right? But let's talk about why I wrote the book and why now and uh, how it's going to impact people. Hey, Raj, why did you write a book? <laughs> why did I write the book? Thanks for the question. Yeah. <laughs> So currently, if you see, people are anxious about their job security. They feel insecure. There already been millions of jobs which have been lost, and people are looking 
to get uh, jobs. And finally, there are certain sections of people who want to advance in their career, but they're afraid to do so because of fear of the unknowns. And I was in the exact same situation in 2008, as I was telling you, where it was the middle of a recession and I had to apply for so many jobs. But to be frank with you, for the first 500 jobs, I had no clue of what I was doing. I was just applying for jobs randomly. But for the next 500 plus jobs, I started seeing patterns. I started seeing things which are working, started seeing how doing things one way leads to another result. And it is those learnings and combined with my 13, 14 years of experience leading teams and going through more other experiences, that's, those are the things which are gonna help people because I learned so many different strategies uh, which will help them find their dream job, be massively successful in it, and set themselves miles apart from the competition, right? So reading this book, you're gonna learn the tips, tricks, and tools, which will make you realize that the power to make the transformation is already within you. It's all locked in your mind. You just have to unravel it one by one, right? And that's what the book is about. It's about career advancement from starting with finding your job till how to be successful in it and continue that growth, right? Another question which people often ask me is, okay, Raj, yeah, you have this book that's well and good, but there's so many other self-help books out there. What makes your book different from other people, right? So for those of you, for, the, for those people who know me, they know that um, I read about 25 to 30 books every year. Uh, I'm a sucker for motivational books and biographies. You can see some of the books over here as well on the side. But one thing I noticed with majority of these books is they either talk about the experiences, their experiences, or they talk about the strategies but they don't talk about how these experiences weave into the strategies. And that's the gap my book is gonna fill, where I'm gonna give you actionable steps, you have worksheets, you have templates which you can download and actionable strategies which you can implement in your life right now. And that's what is gonna make the difference. So to sum it up, if you are at the forking point of your career and you're looking for guidance, if you feel that you've done everything you can and you feel stuck and feel that no one is noticing your work yeah, uh, in your company or what you're doing. Or if you want to transition into leadership roles, or if you want to set yourself miles apart from the competition. Or finally, if you were me, uh, where I was going through low self-esteem, high self-doubt, and uh, I had really low confidence, then this is the book for you. This will definitely transform your thinking, the way you look at your careers and give you actionable steps to reach your goals. So that's kind of the overall uh, information about the book. And it's only 99 pages. So people easy read. find it really easy to read. Yeah. So. so a couple things out of there. One is I love how you talk about, people talk about their journeys, one, and the, or other people talk about the strategic way of it, but not the middle, how the journey got to the strategic right. place. So I love that. That That's a great tip for me because, you know, I'm debating on writing a book. So that right. that's a great tip. So free tip, everyone. Thank you. Um, number two, does your book have a chapter in it on how to beat the ATS? That's the biggest thing right there. Those 
that system sucks. <laughs> I feel bad for people because it's always changing and you never know. And it's just, no, I have a friend who's a resume writer and he talks about beating the ATS and that's just, you know, there are so many people out there who are so qualified for things, but the ATS just knocks them out and it's just an unfair thing. But like you said, you know, having that other stuff with it is fantastic. Great. But I mean, I would love to read every resume, but if I'm getting 500 people applying for a job, it's impossible for me to read every single one. It is, you know, so you need something to weed some out, but unfortunately too many great people get weeded out. Yeah, that, that's why it's really important uh, on how, say, for example, you started with resumes, even your resume, it's really important in terms of how you write it, what keywords you use, and uh, what things you make visible immediately. Because people's attention span is really, really short. Literally within five, 10 seconds, people make a decision based on a resume and then go to the next one. So that's why it's really important to make some different things pop out in terms of your objective, what you're exactly looking for, what are your skill sets? Um, and then two couple of bullet points about your experiences in different companies. And you have to use the keywords which relates to the job position. So for example, since I'm a tech dude, um, say you're looking for a software developer role with a person who builds software so that you can use. If I am applying for a job like that, then you want to make sure in your resume you uh, highlight how you collaborate with teams, uh, some of the programming languages, a portfolio of your work. That is something which people do not do, but if you do it, you already stand out from the crowd. And then what exactly you're looking for, what do you stand for? So the point is if you highlight these important keywords, uh, it pops out when screening through different resumes, right? And that's why, having an updated LinkedIn profile is yep. really, really important. That's where people have to start from. Your LinkedIn profile is your baby. It's it's the most underrated and most high value professional networking platform, especially for professionals, for, for people to connect because your dream job is literally right there. And if you have an updated LinkedIn profile with the actual keywords related to your ideal job, it's going to really help you out because this this is the thing I'm going to tell all your viewers a secret. All the information you put on LinkedIn is actually SEO information and is indexed by Google. So what these recruiting companies do is they use recruiting softwares and those softwares actually scan through your profile on LinkedIn and search for particular keywords. Say, for example, you're looking for a sales job, they look for keywords in terms of uh, sales, marketing, collaboration, then name of some sales softwares people use, uh, and those kind of words on your profile. And if those words are not there, you're not going to show up in that uh, in the in their list. And also it's indexed by Google. So if they put Rod Suramire, I need to show up in the top 10 results instead of another person. And the way you do that is highlighting the different things you do with the keywords of your ideal job and you have to update all your all the sections of your linkedin starting from the tagline from the about page from your experience and so on and so forth right so linkedin is where shit happens in yeah. fact you actually export your linkedin profile into a resume so yep. i would tell people to first start with the linkedin profile because there a lot of uh, recruiters are already looking for you from there instead of going to zip recruiter 
they're actually first looking at the LinkedIn profile and then you can generate a resume just from there. And then you, you can upload mm-hmm. that resume into ZipRecruiter or Simply Hire or Indeed yeah. or whatever websites you use. So there, that's a tip right there where you start with your LinkedIn profile, make sure it's updated, make sure you use the words which relates to your ideal job. And then you can export a resume right from there. And of course, there are a lot of other strategies with LinkedIn, which you could use. If you want, we can talk about that. But the point is this is something which, can, which people can immediately follow to get their career started. I, I love it because this is where I go with people when I coach them on LinkedIn, your headline, don't put what you do, put the key words like leadership, culture, have that eye catching. Then in your summary is where you crush it. You crush it in your summary and down in your job description down below where you work for and what you do. But your headliner is the eye grabbing. Right. And your summary is where you crush it. Like my my thing has podcast hosts, but leadership, culture, ask me right. about my story. It's eye catching for people. And then the summary is just where you go to town. So I love that. A lot of people don't realize that. A lot of people in their headline just have manager at so-and-so, director at so-and-so. That's not eye-catching. I mean, it's cool to have the title, but it's not eye-catching. What what kind of director are you? I, right. I'm a leader. I'm a culture builder. You know, I, I'm a facilities guru. Whatever you want to put, do something that catches your eye when somebody, like you said, there's six to seven seconds that you, you yeah. got to get somebody. So catch them. You know, I use the emoji, and I know a lot of people aren't big on that, but I do because it's eye-catching, and 90% of the people use LinkedIn over their phone. So you're going to see the emoji on your phone. Right, And right. it does catch somebody's eyes, the little fireball, the little whatever, and it just, somebody's like, huh? I had a CEO, Raj, of a Fortune 100 company inbox me once and said, your headline's fantastic. And I was like, one, I wasn't connected to this person. I was like, Really? So I messaged back, I go, I really appreciate that. Thank you very much. Why do you like it? She goes, the emojis. You made it You made it stand out than just putting the solid lines in between each thing. It just stood out from everybody else's as I'm just, she goes, I scroll through my phone like this and it just stood out. So I stopped and looked at it. I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. You know, you know it's kind of cool. So, you know, I mean, it works people. I've gotten two jobs off LinkedIn where they didn't even look at my resume. They just saw my profile and messaged me. Exactly. In fact, yeah. for me personally, my last four jobs was from LinkedIn. And it's yeah. been nine years since I actually applied for, I, I actually uh, built a resume and then submitted on different social profiles, right? So that is the power of uh, LinkedIn. And even your the summary page, the about page, you yeah. have to, Talk about how you provide value, what mm-hmm. skill set you have, and what you can do, right? So if you cover those three aspects, that's really important. And a lot of people forget the how I add value part. Mm-hmm. You could say that um, I help the, the company save millions of dollars through my software development efforts. Wow, okay, that tells me a story compared to someone saying, yeah, I build software. See how the narrative is so different? So I think, as you said, the tagline is really important. And then your summary page, the about page, it has to pop in terms of how you add value, what skill set you have and why you do what you do, right? So that is something, if you just keep that in mind, that'll help you stand out from the crowd, right? And also, of course, you want to network with a lot of people on LinkedIn uh, and uh, 
just by doing that, you can find out different career options. So for example, quickly for your viewers, I can share two strategies which can help them right now. So say, for example, you're looking for your next dream job, next dream career option. Um, these are two things you can do right now. First thing is tapping into your own network. A lot of people fail to realize that they may, they may already have like 2000 people in their network, but here they are trying to go through different websites to find people to network with. But you already have 2000 people in your LinkedIn network and you can tap into them. So for example, say you're looking for a sales director position, go into your network and see who's already in a sales director position and then connect with that person. Because if they're in their newer network, then there's high possibility that they know you and then start up a conversation saying, hey, I see that you're a sales director. Uh, could we hop on a 15 minute call? Uh, I just wanted to learn some insights into what it takes to do that job, right? And here the key is not 60 minutes, not 30 minutes, but 15 minutes because the human mind, we immediately may get on a call with the person for 15 minutes compared to 60 minutes, right? But this is the thing, if you do your research, then that 15 minute call may automatically extend to 30 minutes and 60 minutes, right? So that is how you grab the attention. That is one thing, tapping into your own network. The second thing if you do, you do is, Say, okay, you don't have a sales director person in your network. That's where you can start doing personalized cold messaging. So what do I mean by that? So say your ideal company is, I don't know, I'm just going to give random examples here. Say you want to work at Google as a sales director. What you can do is go to the search bar on LinkedIn and type in Google and click on enter. What's going to happen is you're going to get a page with all the employees who actually work at Google. Now, what you're going to do is scan through the employees and see who is the sales director. And then what you're going to do is go to that person's profile and see what he or she is working on. Say, for example, I'm a sales director at Google and I'm working on some, I don't know, uh, some AI artificial intelligence product, right? And that's what I post there. That's what I put in my profile. This is how you're going to approach me. You're going to say, hey, Raj, I see that you're working on this cool AI product and tell the name of the product. Uh, it's really fascinating because I'm also working in the AI space and uh, I'm really interested about learning more about how you apply that in real life and in, and in sales. So would you have time for a 15 minute, quick 15 minute call so that I can get some insights into what it takes to do that job? When you have a personalized message based on the context from the person's profile, they're more than willing to 99% of the times they will get back to you. And about 75 to 80% of the times they will hop on a quick call, right? And that is the key. And that's how you do personalized cold messaging. Just following these two approaches, you can even get to know about jobs which are not even advertised yet. But just because you knew the employee and you, you knew that the job was going to be open, you already have the inside scoop. And that's how I got my last four jobs from LinkedIn. So that is something you can follow right now. Let's say one thing, boom, dead on, exactly. And I add one last thing to that, Raj. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a lot more, but one right. thing I really preach is engage on those people's posts. If they're yes. posting, engage on it. Don't go in there like you're trying to get a job from them, but just engage with them in conversation throughout the post. Trust me. 
I got a lot of people in my network. I know the ones who engage all the time and I see them and I remember them and I know who they are, you know? Right. I mean, because you remember the people you're actively tagging on a conversation back or talking with or right. who's showing up every day, you know? So that's where the personal branding comes in is engagement, engagement, engagement. Yeah, a person by engaging with them, right? Stories, and then mm -hmm. when you need help, when you ask that person, he or she would be more prone to helping you out because they know that you have provided value to them, and Absolutely. now they can provide value to you, and that's how the world works. Uh, but yeah, you don't have to do stuff expecting something, but you never know where it would end, right? As no. me, you know, through connecting through LinkedIn and uh, being in a network of a lot of entrepreneurs and stuff, you never know how people can connect it. For example, you, for example, yeah. I connect with you because our common friend, Jairus. Yep, who's just on here. Who was just on here, like your yep. second last Bam. episode. Yeah, there he is. Jairus. Yeah, Jairus, great guy, awesome love that guy. Friend check out his LinkedIn profile and this podcast. The point is, yeah. And uh, I follow Jairus and he has amazing content. And then I saw your name there. And then as I was commenting, then I found you and then we started talking and then one thing led to another. Here I am talking and that's how the world works. Uh, and that's how networking works. And that's how you get your next opportunity, right? You don't do it wantonly just to get fame and money, but if one thing COVID has taught us is it's so hard to interact with people and so hard to find like-minded people who you, you can have a real conversation with. More than ever, having uh, a network and having the constant conversation to spark ideas is so important. And at least for that, I think you have to engage with people. I, I agree because there's very few jobs where you need to know every single thing about it. A lot of people will hire people off attitude and then build that skill set. You know, right. I mean, a doctor obviously needs a skill set. We know those ones that need the straight skill set. But if I see somebody engaging all the time and they know a little bit about what we're talking about, but they're constantly in there, constantly in there, you know, and it comes up and I'm like, you know what? This this guy or girl is always on my post. They're always positive and everything. You know what? Let me give them a phone call. Let's see if we can set up a call. Maybe they have the right attitude I'm looking for just because of that constant engagement you're just talking about and networking. It's amazing. People, right. I, I have a philosophy when I hire people. It's 85% attitude, 15% skill set. Because if the person has the right attitude, we can teach them the skill set. Exactly. And, and, and that's the thing. And I, too many people worry too much about having the right degree, this many years of experience and all this combined. When how about you find the right attitude and the experience that will work? You know, that that's where yeah. we need to be. You know? I, I think, sorry, go ahead. You're saying something. Yeah. My brother's in the IT field, right? He owns an oh. IT company, right? right? He's never gone to school one day in his life for computers. He just figured out on his own, built his way up, built a brand, showed that what he can do. Finally, I won't say what company, but they came and got him. And then he worked there for a little bit, launched his own company. He's beyond successful. People are begging for his work all the time, you right. know, and with he's never taken one class. He does SharePoint stuff, never taken one class on it. He's just naturally gifted. So, you know, he's very fortunate. He's past the stage where it doesn't, he doesn't need, you know, all the um, uh, degrees or anything, but 
a lot of people just get stuck on that too, you know, Raj, you know, and that, yeah, that's yeah. where the networking and the personal branding comes up huge. Because if you have that in somebody's pocket, they're going to look past a couple things, you know, and come over here. Oh, somebody, Nancy just wrote myth busted. Right. <laughs> and that's, that, that's what it's talking about, like showing value first. As yeah. Well, right. Because you show value uh, and what you bring to the table. I, yes, I do have. I would say I should say that I do have a master's in software engineering. Yeah, right? no, that's awesome, man. Okay. But I don't have a master's in speaking. I don't have a master's in coaching. I don't have masters in building sales funnels. I don't have a master's in so many other things because we figured it out. Yeah. And I think that's what separates separates uh, legends from people who want to do legendary yeah. work right so legends are the people who figure it out and then put in the effort to become legendary but mm -hmm. half of the people they think about being legends but they don't put in the effort right so absolutely that's why to be a legend you need to do legendary work and it starts with you trying to figure out stuff i've never built i've never written a book before but i, I wrote a book you figure it out i never have i never built an online shopping uh, platform before you figure it out right that's why i agree with you that you need to have that attitude to do something attitude to learn attitude to receive feedback when someone says things if someone has already gone through the journey listen on what they're actually saying because there are a lot of golden nuggets because you don't have to reinvent the wheel you don't have to you you, you don't need to let your ego get in the way saying who is that guy telling me what to do or who's that girl telling me what to do right if you leave your ego aside and be really open in terms of receiving feedback but then you can choose on what do you want to take what do you want to follow but be open in what do you want uh, receiving feedback and and learning right and i i totally agree that it's the attitude and the aptitude uh you need to have to make a change uh you don't have to have this fancy ass degrees to make an impact, yeah, I think uh, the experiences uh, teach you more than degrees and other things which you actually learn through universities and stuff. All the great leaders, right? I'm not saying that we are all like the greatest of leaders, but I'm just saying Bill Gates was a dropout, <laughs> Steve Jobs wasn't good in academics. So that's why it's, I think the world has shifted in the past five, six years from specializing in one thing to being a generalist. So I think the name of the game right now is being jack of all trades and master of none, right? You yep. need to have a knowledge on different things because the world is shifting in such a rapid pace. If you take a course and say AI, for example, then you'll have something else which comes up. Right. So you just have to be constantly learning because you never know what skill set you're going to use. And I think that's the name of the game right now, being jack of all trades and master of none. And there's so many online courses. You don't have to go to school every time and be on student debt to actually prove to people that you're worthy. Instead, take online courses uh, on Udemy, Coursera, Code Academy. It's it's lot cheaper. Build your portfolio, build your brand, just like how you were saying, and then start connecting with people, and then things happen. Absolutely. Hey, man, let's let's start wrapping this up. It's been an hour, man. 
It's, wow, it's, I didn't it's, even know that. Yeah, it's pressing an hour, man. So I'm gonna have to edit it a little bit to get it on IG, but it's all good. <laughs> no, no worries. Um, hey, man, this has been a pleasure. Let everybody know where they can find you. Obviously, I got all your link. If you're on LinkedIn and YouTube, I got all the links down there in the comments. But really quick, where can they find your book, and what's the best social media place to find you? Yeah. So any everything related to the book can be found at skyrocketyourcareerbook.com skyrocketyourcareerbook.com there you'll find all information about my book you can buy my book from there right now it's at a discounted rate i think starting next week uh, uh, the price is going to increase and uh, yeah and also i'm giving away a free chapter of my book because i understand because i'm also the same guy where uh, I want to know what the book is going to give, what impact I'm going to get from the book before buying the book and investing in that book. So th th I'm giving away the fir ch first chapter for free so people get a feel for how the book is going to help them, right? So skyrocketyourcareerbook.com. You'll find all information about the book and then you can also get cool merchandises like this, which I designed from there as well. That is about the book. In terms of uh, how I help people and how we can connect with me, I am super active on LinkedIn. I live on LinkedIn. So mess, follow me, message me there. I serve people and I help them get find their dream jobs and become successful leaders. And all the information is on my website, www.rajsupra.com, which is R-A-J-S-U-P-R-A.com. And that's where you can find out how I help people. And yeah, connect with me and I love making new friends. Awesome, man. Just like I said, it's down in the links. If you're on LinkedIn or YouTube, man, it's there, man. So hit those links, go visit Raj's websites, check out his book. Hey guys, you can find me up there in the corner, up this way. Woo! You can find me on LinkedIn. That's kind of fun. You can also uh, find me on YouTube, Nick Dorsey Leadership. Uh, my link tree is down below where you can find me in all my social media sites and uh, coaching programs and everything that came up with uh, leadership, speaking engagements, find it down there. Um, Hey, Raj, this has been just awesome, man. We probably could have gone on for at least another hour, hour and a half, man. So um, this is great. Hey, guys, find Raj. Uh, buy his shirt. Let's do epic shit, man, right there. I want to see a bunch of people wearing those around. That'd be fun, man. That'll strike up some good conversation out. You know streets, what? So. I'm just thinking about this. Uh, in, our, in our LinkedIn comments, I'll put yeah. a discount code for people uh, cool. to uh, buy the T-shirt as well. I, I just do this for spreading inspiration. I don't think, yeah. This is not for money at all. But yeah, I could do that as well. But yeah, uh, before we close out, I wanted to just quickly acknowledge you for the impact you are making. Uh, I think your podcast is helping a lot of people. I personally listen to three to four of your podcast episodes as well. I think you are making a great impact in the community and uh, you're serving people as well. So I want to acknowledge you for that. And thank you so much uh, for having me as part of your podcast episode and giving me an opportunity to share my journey and inspire other people. So I really appreciate it. Thank you for the kind words and it was an honor having you on. So uh, Raj, thank you very much. Have a great uh, night. Hey everybody, we're gonna take a couple days off because I've done what, 15 of these in 17, 18 days. So we'll be back on Saturday morning. Uh, be looking out for the promo it's going to be an emotional one Saturday. I have a lot of emotions and inspiration going on on Saturday. There's the teaser. So uh, come find us Saturday morning, um, 8 a.m. Mountain time. So 
Everybody have a great day. Thanks for tuning in on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Periscope. This will be out on Anchor, to Spotify, to Google, to Rocketcast, all those fun places later this afternoon. So I'll chop it down and get us on IG. And hey, guys, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much to our guest, Raj. And have a good night, everyone. Thank you so much. See ya.